Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Get the best essays from our podcast in heirloom hardcover by visiting the website inspirationallifelessons.com. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The True Source of a Happy Life by Hugh Waite, published in 1909. Those who would be happy must love, not only parents, children, and friends, but unlovable people too. Love gives us the disposition to suffer long and still be kind, to see others with talent and riches surpassing ours and not envy them. It keeps us from boasting of our personal possessions and attainments. Love makes us humble. It helps us to bear ourselves gently toward others. It makes us protective of the rights of others, as well as our own. It keeps us from being provoked by some supposed slight or insult. It makes us slow to suspect others of evil motives or evil designs. It causes us to rejoice in the triumph of truth. It makes us cover up the faults of others, as we desire others to overlook ours. Love gives us confiding hearts. It makes us hopeful and trustful. It helps us to endure hardships and privations. These are all elements of happiness. Patience is a fruit of love and patience will help. She produces harmony in the family and in society. She comforts the poor and moderates the rich. She makes us humble in prosperity, cheerful in adversity, and unmoved by circumstances. Patience teaches us to forgive those who have wronged us, and be the first to ask the forgiveness of those whom we have injured. She adorns woman and commends the man and is beautiful in either sex and in every age. In visiting a large family once, I observed how happy and contented they were. I was there for a long time and the happiness was never once broken. Before I left, I asked the secret of it all. The answer came back. We are patient with each other. Another fruit of love is friendship, being possessed of the faculty that gives a social feeling or fraternity, having a mutual interest in the welfare of others, being congenial, binding up broken hearts, nursing the sick, and encouraging character. Friendship scatters sunshine, lightens labor, sweetens life, and blesses the whole world. It creates happiness, awakens joy, and enriches life. Disseminating good to others through friendship brings joy and gladness into one's life. To be so loved and trusted that others trouble them with breaking hearts may find a sure haven of rest in us. Having the confident assurance that out of the deepest and truest love, our tears will mingle with theirs, and that our own hearts 
will bleed and break in tender sympathy with theirs. Yes, the law of happiness is fulfilled in one word, love. It is the rich soil from which grows joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, meekness, and moderation. Out of it also grows self-control, largeness of heart and life, contentment, cheerfulness, kindness, and hopefulness. These elements enter largely into the happiness of every individual. They are the fruitful branches that grow on the vine of love. Nothing is lovelier life than the spirit of contentment. Fretting mars the beauty of many a face. Discontent spoils all one's life. Out of whatever window they look, the discontented person sees something that is not right. But the contented mind sees only good everywhere. The happiest homes in the world are not those in which have the finest carpets, the costliest pictures, and the most luxurious furniture, but those in which glad, contented hearts dwell. A mind at rest glorifies the plainest surroundings, and even the hardest conditions. The problem in many lives is how to maintain the contented spirit, how to be composed in one's place when others are unreasonable, exacting, unjust, and unkind. True philosophy teaches that we are to do our work well, to manifest patient, gentle spirit, whatever our hardships and wrongs may be. I know that it is especially hard to suffer wrongfully and then keep one's heart sweet and loving through it all. That is indeed one of life's most difficult problems. No one can avoid suffering at the hands of others. In the truest and most congenial friendships, there are sometimes things which occasion pain. Even in the jealous homes there is frequent need of mutual forbearance and forgiveness. In addition, many people have to suffer continually, cruelly and bitterly. However, if you are able to nurture love in your heart, through all unkindness, ingratitude and injustice, never allowing bitterness to creep in, never giving way to any feeling of resentment, and remaining always forgiving, loving and ready to help, you have taken a great leap toward happiness. There are those who take to gloom as a bat does to darkness. They would rather nurse a misery than cherish a joy. They always find the dark side of everything. They are conscientious grumblers, as if it were their duty to extract some misery from every circumstance. The atmosphere is either too cold or too hot, too wet or too dry. They never find anything to suit their taste. Nothing escapes these scrutinizing critics. They find fault with the food on the table, the bed on which they lie, the car in which they travel with the government and its officials, in short, with the world at large, and in detail. They are constant grumblers. Instead of being content with their lot, they have learned to be discontented, 
no matter how happy their condition. Had they been placed in Eden, they would have found something to criticize. This wretched habit empties life of so much joy and turns every pleasure to pain. You may have inherited a tendency toward this disposition, yet it is largely a matter of culture and habit for which we are individually responsible. Everyone can overcome such a temperament with the proper effort, and it is clearly an important part of culture to do so, for fretfulness grieves humanity, it destroys the soul's peace, it disfigures the beauty of character, its influence is plain bad. We should refrain from it for the sake of others, for it has a very depressing effect upon them. Remember that you are always unconsciously casting shadows or pouring sunshine. So let us strive to learn the art of contentment. We can begin with patient acceptance of those hardships which cannot be avoided. One bird struggles against the wire walls of its cage till it is all bleeding, bruised and exhausted. Another accepts its restraint purchase itself, and is soon absorbed in the sweetness of its own song. Surely one is wiser than the other. Another way to cultivate contentment is to resolutely refuse to be frightened by shadows, or to see trouble where there is none. Much of the gloomy tinge that people see on everything is caused by the color of the glasses they wear. We put on our sad blue glasses, and everything looks blue. We can accomplish much toward curing ourselves of fretting and worrying by refusing to be misled by a foreboding imagination. The joyous life is full of hope. Our desire to be happy must be accompanied by confident expectation of attaining the same. Happy people live in cheerful anticipation of a bright future. To be happy we must be optimistic, rather than pessimistic. Hope is a faculty of intelligence, and it is essential to any desired goal. That no hope equals no success is true the world over. All people must eventually fail without hope and failure produces unhappiness. When hope's cheery light and inspiring voice are not seen and heard, a dreary starless night fills the soul and paralyzes the life. When Alexander the Great set out on his great exploits before leaving Macedonia, he divided among his captains and nobles all his property. On being rebuked by a friend for having acted unwisely and parting with all his possessions, reserving nothing for himself, Alexander replied, I have reserved for myself much more than I have given away. I have reserved for myself the hope of a universal empire. And when by the valor and help of these, my captains and nobles, I shall be monarch of the world. The gifts I have parted with will come back to me with an increase of a thousandfold. Alexander realized his dream.
he conquered the world, and the secret of it all was that he never lost hope. Dream of the future. See yourself under the most complete self-control. Behold yourself transformed from that which is narrow, little and envious, to that which is big, broad and sympathetic. No more a person at the mercy of others, but a great philanthropist blessing the world with kindly deeds, encouraging words, and helpful friendship. No more fretful and unhappy, but perfectly contented, always seeing the bright side. See such visions, dream such dreams, form them into resolutions, put them into execution, always be hopeful. Observe these laws, and your life will be contented and happy. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Transform your life in 30 days with our Majesty Meditation Program. Our unique auto-suggestion sound method meditation will help you achieve success in every area of your personal and professional life. Learn more at livinghour.org majesty. To get 30% off the $11.99 purchase price, Use the coupon code INSPIRATION. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.